Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. I've been very busy this week getting ready for my. Uh, psychic ability class to open again today is the first day of open enrollment for 10 days so that's pretty exciting for those of you who want to want to register you definitely should go to www.psychicabilityclass.com and register if you just want to learn more this the front page tells you all that you need to know about like what's in the class the modules all that kind of kinds of stuff so you want to go check that out as well and then decide if you want to get in the class and so just so you guys know I only open this class I think most of you know this I only open this class a few times a year or every few months or so and the reason that I do that is because I like to have some one-on-one time with each group of students Uh, We have a private Facebook group. We do spirit chats based on the modules, and I like to cover um, their questions. If I was having students come in like sporadically every day or every other day, I feel like that would sort of hinder the flow of the learning process, and I like to be more hands-on than that. And so I just open them in groups and let groups of students come in, and it's much easier that way, and it's, it's way more beneficial for you guys. So that being said, definitely check it out. It is a really, really thorough class. Um, This also kind of goes hand in hand with uh, some of the subjects I wanted to talk about today. There There are similar questions that I repeat questions that I get often. And I always think that I cover them in this podcast or that podcast, but I decided that I wanted to cover a group of them, a group of common questions that I've been getting in one podcast uh, today. And one of those questions I get often is, I have this ringing of the ears. Ringing of the ears. Does anybody else have this ringing of the ears? Do you know what the ringing of the ears is? And yes, I do know what the ringing of the ears is. I mean, as long as you don't have a medical issue and whatnot, um, which... A lot of people think it is a medical issue, whatever. If you've gone to the doctor, you're cleared and, you know, you don't have an ear infection or something. Um, What happens when you begin to raise your vibration is your body begins to adjust to a new vibration. And vibrations make noise. So when, imagine, I guess, like a tuning fork. I'm sure that you guys have heard of tuning fork. And you know that... Um, or a singing bowl. Uh, There's a lot of items that if you hit it, metal, that type of thing, it, it begins to vibrate. And when things begin to vibrate, they begin to hum. And so it's essentially the same type of concept. Most people, when they are moving from the, um, physical-based energy, the spiritual-based energy, which I know you guys have heard me talk about like a million times, Um, when their bodies begin to transition and move over and you're going from just being purely physical-based to also, you know, being more 
involved with your spiritual body or being more aware of your spiritual body and you begin to balance the two of them, what happens is your vibration begins to raise. And a lot of times, not always, but many, many times, it is very common for you to be experiencing this ringing of the ears. The thing about the ringing of the ears is for everybody, it's different. So you may have been just started on your spiritual journey. You may have been on your spiritual journey for two years and just have never experienced the ringing of the ears. Um, now you have. Maybe you just didn't even realize you were on a spiritual journey until you heard the ringing of the ears. And now you're more interested in it. So... The thing is for you guys is don't gauge your vibration by the ringing of your ears. So that's really important for you to know. It's not that the ringing of the ears comes at a certain stage and that you're at this level of advancement if your ears begin to ring. For those of you who do not get the ringing of the ears, that's actually really awesome because the ringing of the ears is really annoying sometimes. And so... For for me personally, even though that I have been psychic my entire life, um, when I began to teach and go on a different part of my journey, and my bodies began to balance together in a in a different way, and I what had actually happened is I had went through a different level of um, advancing my vibration, and um, my vibration began to just really heightened quite a lot from where it had been normally for most of my life. That's when I experienced the ringing. I think I was in my 20s, and maybe I was a little bit older. Well, probably mid-20s or so. Might have been, yeah, about mid-20s. And so anyways, the ringing was intensely loud. Oh, my God. It went on for, well, as I talk to you guys about this all the time, the ringing can happen in spurts where you can notice it every single day and night. Night's the worst, of course, because everything quiets down. So I would, I swear at night sometimes I'd be like, I, it would be like a movie and I'd be like, oh my God, just stop the ringing. It's so loud. I cannot even sleep. And it was just horrible and weird. It felt like some kind of torture. And then um, daytime, you hear a lot of other background noise, so you don't necessarily notice it as much. But the ringing of the ears can go on for, like, hours. It can go on for days. It can go on for years. It can go on for a really long time. Stop. You can have it gone for months or years, and then it can come back again, which is super awesome. We always love it when it, you know, goes away and comes back. That's great. Uh, so ringing of the ears is a sign of your vibration shifting. It's not a sign of where you are at on a vibrational scale necessarily from 1 to 10 and you're this far advanced. That doesn't mean that you're so far advanced or you're not advanced far enough. It just means for your particular body, your particular bodies, your particular self at that particular moment that your vibration is shifting and raising. And once they raise to a certain level, like for instance, it'll raise and your every everything will adjust. The ringing will usually calm down at that point. As then it may go away, and then you may have it happen again. So, like I said, everybody's different. They're gonna potentially have it happen 
at different times, but don't go around wishing you had the ringing. I'm telling you, that's it's not awesome. And if you have the ringing, just learn how to um, ignore it. That'll be literally your best bet. If it's really loud at night, um, turn on a radio, fall asleep to a radio, fall asleep to a TV show. Um, you know, use some background noise because you'll notice that it's it's not bothering you near as much because I promise you the more you concentrate on the ringing and that it's there or if it's there, uh, it will get really loud and you will hear it really, really loud. So hopefully that that makes sense of why you hear the ringing. Like I said, it, it, that a good analogy is a tuning fork or a singing bowl or a piece of metal. If you hit it and it vibrates and it hums, this is what you're hearing. You're hearing that internal frequency of the shifting vibration. And like I said, it will calm down. It will go away, or it usually does anyways, eventually. And if you have it all the time, I guess you're just adjusting quite a bit. But it's nothing, like I said, to be concerned about unless, you know, if you are concerned, go to the doctor, get it checked out, whatever. So um, that being said, I also have some other things that people ask me about all the time. Uh, it's basically spirit movement, spirit activity, things that happen. Um, what is this? What is that? Uh, do you have this happen to you? So I thought in this show, I would share a lot of stories of things that happened to me <laughs> and that happens to me often. Cause people always ask me, well, I wonder what it's like, you know, how, how do you experience things or how does this happen to you? And so I thought I would cover some things. Because uh, people seem to be interested. If you're not, you you're probably want to cut out on this podcast. So anyways, uh, one of the things that I get asked is about missing things. In fact, I had a question in the Higher Purpose Learning Group uh, this week. Was it this week? I don't know. It was sometime uh, not very long ago about I'm always having things missing in my house or um, things turn up missing here or there. And I kind of glazed over the Higher Purpose Learning Group, which um, I'm sure most of you know now. If you're not in it, it's on Facebook, and we do a lot of Q&As in there during the week. So if you have questions about things going on, I get in there and I answer them. And it's where you can kind of be. It's my spirit community. You can be with like-minded people. We try to keep a really positive, cool vibe in there, and I, and I love it. I think that most everybody loves it. They really enjoy it a lot. So missing items does that happen to me and what kind of things happen oh my goodness you know it's funny because I think my life is just so different than other people sometimes I just it, I have to kind of put myself in someone else's perspective to realize what more of a quote-unquote normal life would be because we were actually driving down the road the other day and Somebody had said something about someone else. This is kind of a weird, vague story, but um, I couldn't figure out for a minute. I was like, how does this person not know that this person is like this? Like, it's just, I mean, it's so obvious that this person is this particular way. And I was sort of shocked. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I guess I'm psychic and all that. <laughs> and I know that sounds really funny and weird, but... I forget that people don't see what I see or they don't experience what I experience um, all the time. Some, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes it's more intense, sometimes they're new to these things. And, but my life is just a little bit different. So even on the missing things, 
the missing items. When somebody asks, does this ever happen to you? I'm just thinking all the time like this. It happens so much that I don't even I literally do not even give it a second thought. I mean, it's just like in our in my mind, in our household, if something goes missing that is fairly obviously missing and the next thing you know, it shows up. We, we have this happen all the time. We, channel changers will go missing. You will look everywhere and literally leave the room and not, not even kidding you, nobody will be around. Half hour later, you will come back. It will be sitting right on the couch cushion. That's just a normal thing that goes on in my house. It happens all the time. Um missing glasses, missing um, eyeglasses, missing uh, trinkets, missing, uh, it's just everything. And then it'll just show up and be right there where you'd looked a million times or right in very plain view where it obviously wasn't before. It's just super common. And none of us think about it because it just happens so much. And, but I have a funny, funny story about that, um, about, a trampoline, which I had mentioned in the higher purpose learning group. So when I was doing a lot of in-person group readings, uh, this was years ago, I was probably late 20s, early 30s, and um, I would do a lot of them in person. And when I would do them in person, these group ones, uh, the vibration of the group would raise really high. I mean, I would heat up like crazy I would, uh, everybody would just be like, wow, this was really intense. Every single time I would do a group reading, though, um, I knew something was going to happen. Because in my life, when I start raising my, when I raise my vibration to raise other people's vibration, which I'll get into that a little bit more also, when I begin to do a certain podcast or launch my Uh, classes, or I'm writing a book or something that would raise the vibration and give knowledge to others to help them raise their vibration, all of a sudden shenanigans starts happening all over. And but more so than normal, the missing channel changes and all that, that's just normal, doesn't matter what I'm doing. Um, But the major things start going down when I'm uh, starting to work on a project to raise people's vibrations. So I was coming home, I was with my uh, kids and my husband, not even thinking, or I was very tired. I knew something would probably happen, or I'm not surprised when something happens when I come back, because after these groups, something would always happen. So I come home, and as we're coming home, we live on this huge, like, seven-acre lot at the time. And my, um, as we're pulling around into the driveway, I'm, like, totally wiped out at this time, exhausted. I look at the trampoline as I did every single day when I drove by because for some reason my mother or grandmother, I can't even remember, but they always were like, if somebody jumps on the trampoline when you're not there because it it was such a big lot that it didn't have any, uh, it wasn't fenced in because, you know, it was kind of out in the country a little bit. If the neighbor kids come over and break their arm, like the neighbor kids are going to come jump on the trampoline. But for some reason, it would stick my head. So every single day, I would look at the trampoline, make sure there wasn't any kids with, you know, doing flips on my trampoline when I came home. And nobody was ever there. Nobody was there. Pulled into the garage. I'm exhausted. Usually, I would take a nap or lay down after these events because, for me, my energy raises so high and people have a lot of questions for me. And when that happens or when it would happen when I was younger, um, I would really get drained and tired because I would pull so much energy from me. So... I went down to 
take a nap or lay down. And this was in kind of a spring time of year. And um, the next thing I know, I'm not even kidding you, I am laying down for like 10 minutes, maybe. It wasn't very long, 10, 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, my husband comes, because I'm laying on the couch, I'm like, he comes into the room and he's like, where's the trampoline? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, the trampoline, it's missing. And I was like, okay, like, find it, whatever. I don't care. Don't bother me. I'm tired. Because I knew the minute he came in and said, where's the trampoline? I was like, oh, Jesus, really? You move the trampoline? I mean, I knew immediately what had happened. And I'm like, just find it. Like, I'm so tired, whatever. So uh, he goes and looks around. And finally, I'm like, I suppose I should probably get up. And I'm so irritated at the spirits at this point in time because I'm like, really? really the trampoline. I mean, come on. And so I get up. And the funny thing about this is um, there was a 10 acre field next to ours. There was not any wind whatsoever blowing. And in this field next to ours, there was like wheat or grass growing waist high. They, my husband and my son found the trampoline in the middle of this 10 acre field not one blade of grass or this waist-high weed or grass was broken or tipped over by the time that they got to the trampoline. Not an ounce of wind in the air. I mean, nothing. And so as they walked towards the trampoline, there was this piece of plastic that had also been around the leg of the trampoline, so it wasn't, like, wrapped around the leg, and I knew... I remember this because I was going to remove it like two days before and I kept forgetting. But this piece of plastic had blown, so it was almost in a U shape around the leg. It wasn't wrapped around, but it had blown and the leg caught it. So one side went on each side of the leg. This piece of plastic was still perfectly in place around the leg of the trampoline. And my husband was a little freaked out by this. This was the one that kind of freaked him out. The other stuff doesn't tend to freak him out, but this this one kind of made him a little nervous. So uh, he's like, Jen, why is the trampoline in the middle of the field over there? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, obviously they were trying to get your attention more than mine because it was like kind of freaking him out, which was sort of funny to me. Um, Anyways, so as my husband and my son walked over to get the trampoline, of course, for every foot you took had pushed down the grass so you definitely left a trail and man it took them a long time to get that trampoline back to the house because even they were strong they were strong boys and they had to drag that trampoline back and it plowed the entire 10 feet of grass over the entire way so they left like this trail of grass or we just being plowed down or you know pushed to the ground behind them kind of like those weird alien things that you see when they do it in the middle of a field so I mean it was clearly obvious it was moved in an instant and placed there perfectly and so that was one of the funnest stories I have about something that's missing so yes my trampoline went missing it was hilarious and fun to that it freaked out my husband however once they start once they went from moving 
uh, glasses and, you know, channel changers to things like a trampoline, I had a very stern talk with them and said, look, if I wake up, my car is moved at any point in time. So help me God, we're going to have a problem. So I gave them very strict instructions. They were not to mess with my vehicle because I started thinking, you know, trampoline vehicle, they're the same size. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them at this point in time. So, uh, but so many things that become missing, it's, it's just such a regular occurrence. Uh, throwing things or like things being moved. Um, again, that happens often. I mean, I remember, and it happens right in front of our eyes. Like we will literally, I know that some of you seen the post that I had made when I was at my mother-in-law's of the prayer hands flying off the, uh, piano literally just flew off um i've had candles fly off i remember one time being i only get irritated when they do certain things because other times i don't care i'm like oh cool they're here whatever um one time though somebody had thrown my angel off of my tv that was a christmas decoration one i really really liked too but it broke and i was like okay wait a minute that that's totally not cool you can move things, you can do whatever, don't mess with my angels, that's not even okay. So that was a kind of mischievous little boy. We had a little talk and that didn't happen anymore. Um, so then just movement in general. They like to be mischievous around us. And I had somebody ask me about that too is, you know, in every house I've lived in this happens because... It's like spirit activity is just high around me and my family. It just is. They they know we can hear them. They know we can see them. And that's also the thing about this. When you begin to advance, um, and I'm not trying to scare anybody because it's not scary. Well, it really, really isn't scary to me. I don't, I don't know why it kind of freaks out people. See, that's when I have to go shift into the other perspective of somebody else of where, why that would be scary. Because I really don't, I can't kind of wrap my brain around like why that's scary. Cause I always thought it was super cool. I'm like, Oh, cool. They're like doing stuff to show us that they're here. Awesome. And so, uh, you don't you can have a talk with them just like I did with the trampoline and the angel and you can like be like okay nope this isn't happening like you're done I'm not playing this game anymore and you can send them on their way and be like no we're not down with this um and usually that works and you can have an angel come in clear the room and escort them out um we uh don't do that I remember when my son was Hmm, he was probably four or five, maybe six. Um, he asked me about spirits being in people's houses. And he goes, um, I love it when spirits are in, you know, our house. I, he goes, I really, really like that. And I said, yeah, me too. He goes, I feel really bad for people who don't have spirits in their house. He goes, that would be lonely. And I was like, yeah, I know what you mean. And so for us, it's always been like it's comfortable for me. Like it feels good and comforting. The, when we don't feel spirits around, because they will disappear for like probably, I don't know. They can disappear sometimes for days, weeks, even a month. And then they'll come back again or whatever. But you can feel when they're around heavily and then you can feel when they're not around so much. And usually if they're gone for a couple of weeks, 
which isn't often. They're usually around all the time. But if it, they're gone a few weeks, somebody in the family will be like, weird. Like, you've noticed that there hasn't been much going on or we haven't felt them around very much. And the minute that we even do that, they're, of course, right back in. So um, it's just more comforting to us or to our household or me and my kids just to feel them around to feel that energy it feels good to us it feels like it's I guess the way I would explain it to people who are thinking what what are you talking about would be kind of like if you lived in a house full of family or like you know a big family or like kids and grandma and grandpa or whatever you know what I mean like there's always people around coming and going and then maybe you moved out on your own and it was just you in an apartment and there was no activity coming and going see that's kind of what it feels like to me like I like the feeling of the them being around and stuff going on it's just comfortable it's just what feels good to me um so anyways my whole point of that is they tend to follow us they they aren't attached to the house and I was trying to explain that also to somebody um, with a pet somebody had asked about a pet being in their home and and that had passed over and asked me would the pet move with them if they moved almost always the spirits move with the people I they're very rarely 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 attached to the dwelling we've had places that they are but most places that we've lived and I've only lived like three major places in my life they've had actual spirit portals near where I live and that being said um no they just don't happen to be everywhere I move but I realize I probably just must end up moving into those houses because it feels good to me which means um, that there's some type of portal there. So um, it's sort of the reverse. I never move into anywhere that doesn't feel good to me. Always, I, everything goes off feel for, for me. So, um, but we have a particular room in our house, uh, the blue room we call it, where all kinds of shenanigans go down. So it's really funny in there. Uh, I don't know why they like that room so much. Don't really pay attention to it, to why, but it's just funny. So I have a lot of Buddhas, as you guys probably know, because you see them in my um, videos and they will, um, sometimes they will, cause I have them like in the, I have one standing one that goes in the corner and sometimes they'll turn it so that it looks like it's got its nose in the corner, like it's in trouble or something, just kind of joking and playing around. And so they move things, they throw things. It happens. Um, electrical stuff. That's another thing that people ask me about all the time. This is also super common. Um, it is really easy for spirits to get into electrical frequencies and, and manipulate, move them, play with them, whatever. And that would be, you know, turning TVs on and off, turning lights on and off, um, messing with your computers things like that. That's also super common. And man, that's the one that drives me nuts. That that makes me really irritated sometimes. And it's not, I don't care, like in our household, again, they love to turn the TV on and off. That's just normal. We just pretend like they're decided to, you know, park themselves on the couch and watch something, whatever. Um, I know we think different. I know it's weird. Um, so that doesn't bother me one way or the other, but one of the things that they love to do to me again, remember I talked to you guys or was talking to you guys about anything I do that is going to raise 
vibrations of others on a mass scale, they will definitely try to interfere. These are different groups of spirits too, just so that you guys know. Um, you can tell the different groups, or I can tell. And for those of you listening, you're almost always going to have a very harmless ones, spirits around that want to play, people who you know, could be grandma, grandpa, that sort of thing. Um, but when you get into an industry such as I get into, they don't necessarily love you raising, they as in a different set of, of spirits, doesn't let, necessarily love me spreading um, information that would help raise people's vibrations on a mass scale. So when I am writing a book, launching a product, um, doing anything like the classes, etc. Like, for instance, I was gearing up towards um, this new launch. Then, as those of you who probably follow me know, usually they mess with my computers. Usually it'll be like they will just crash, which is weird. Um, it's not weird, I guess, but I mean, because I'm getting used to it. But, like that particular day if I'm working on a product launch like my Mac and and we most of you guys who have a Mac knows they don't get viruses hardly ever they don't crash really and I'm not even kidding you my computer will just completely shut down to black screen to where I have to turn it on like over and over and over and it will continue to happen to me until I get so frustrated I have to get up and walk away I have to be like, all right, we're going to do this. I'm going to get through this. So you, This is not going to detour me. Although sometimes it's been a little bit detour-ish. I've just been like, God, really? Like, why can't sometimes when when that happens to me, I, I feel like, why can't I be like other people and my computer just work and them not try to get th to me through my computer? Um, lights flickering or turning on or whatever that's pretty common. The biggest thing that happened recently was as, like I said, as those of you who follow me, was the power shutting off to my entire house. So um, getting ready for this launch, I had been working and getting stuff ready to go. And I kid you not, the entire power, because I was working on something very specific that day, this actual, this cool webinar that I have coming up for you guys, some, uh, some more free information. And I was really excited about this webinar and I'd been working on it all day. It was a new project, which should have keyed me in or clued me in. And, um, yeah, the entire power to, to, to my entire house shorted out. I mean, like having to call the electric company and all, it was ridiculous. And so of course that was the end of working on that project that day. Um, but that was kind of a mass scale. And sounds, knocking, uh, <laughs> uh, hearing voices. Well, you know, that kind of gets into something else a little bit more when you start hearing the voices that gets into more communication and stuff, that which we cover a lot of that in that class. But sounds, uh, we have lots of knocking that goes on in our house, like uh, knocking on doors. It's always three knocks. Everything's in threes, always. So everybody will be sleeping. You'll hear someone knock three times on your bedroom door. Um, in my uh, kids' little apartment area, someone will knock three times on the outside of their house, and there'll be nobody there. Um, they'll knock on our front door. There will be nobody there. And there, it, our house is gated in, so it's very clear if there's somebody in our gated area. And it, that is pretty common. They like to knock on windows. 
Um, my daughter was in her house. <laughs> it started happening to her the other day, and she was like, Mom, I was about ready to throw down with the spirit this morning. I'm not even kidding you. I was so mad because she had finally got to sleep, and she had was having some good sleep, and it was tap, tap, tap on her window. And, you know, of course, they stop as soon as you they get your attention. And so, uh, like I said before, they follow the people who are open and uh, hear them or that they know pay attention to them. And touch is always a good one that, or, you know, it happens often, um, the whispering or the touching or whatever. That's more of an individual uh, basis thing. Burst of lights was the last thing that I wanted to cover. Um, that's also super common, seeing bursts of lights or bubbles. And uh, there's a, for instance, uh, one <clears throat> funny story that I have that you might have heard before, but um, a few times we've seen, um, or several times, there will be a burst of light that will happen in, or, well, it's always been in the house. It hasn't been outside the house. And so one of the funny stories I have about that one was when my cousin had brought over her kids to play and they were running around the inside of my house and there was a burst of light that was three feet off the ground. It had a little bit of a green tint to it and it was such a, an intense burst of light that it was exactly like those old, old cameras that you would see like way back in the 40s or something, those flash bulbs that would go out and pop and make that noise. It would just blind you. The This burst of light was so intense that it lit up the entire inside of my house like like one of those flash bulbs. Like it, it just, it flashed. You could see the center of it. It stopped the kids dead in their tracks. My kids were kind of used to this sort of thing. Hers were not. And, um, she, they stopped and her son was like, what, what was that mom? And we tried to make up something really quickly because we knew he was scared. And so we're like, oh, you know, one of the light bulbs burn out. It's okay. And then he was like, no, it did not. This house is haunted and I'm ready to go home. And it was, it was so funny. He was not fooled at all, but then we calmed him down and said, no, it's nothing to be worried about, yada, yada. That happened in that same house and another probably month or so later. It happened a couple more times with blue flashes and they're very intense, just light bursts. And they come with a noise too, like a, almost like a when something comes through a dimension like that, almost imagine it like a sci-fi movie kind of like a little bit of a not of a pop it's a it's an interesting noise but you will it will come with the noise and so those are normally angels um bursts of light are angels or guides but they're almost in my experience they've been angels so um that's also very common we've well i take that back i don't know I don't think that that specific, those specific instances were very common. Maybe lighter bursts of light would become, seeing little light bursts is common, but that intensity is on a grand scale. So before I wrap this up, I just wanted to explain, uh, yes, tons of things happen at our house. 
I don't even think about that. So much stuff happens around me and my kids and my family that we literally don't even give it a second thought until somebody asks me a question in the higher purpose learning group. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess people don't think about that. Or I guess people wonder about that. So as you begin to develop your intuition and psychic ability, you most likely will experience some more things and that should not scare you at all. It's super cool. It's so cool for a spirit to come into the physical realm and move something. It is so cool for them to make some sort of contact with you. That's not necessarily easy. It's for, it is easier for them to do it through electronics because of the frequency. But that being said, they're really, really making an effort to be like, hey, I'm here. There's something more to this world. There is an existence outside of this. And I. it's like, think of it as a hand wave, a handshake, a hug, a something that they're really not necessarily trying to scare you. They are trying to give you comfort in a sense just by getting your attention and the more that you learn to psychically develop the more that you learn to pay attention to signs and signals around you the more you pay attention to signs and signals around you the more that they will come through that connection with them on the other side or spirits or your connection to the spiritual realm becomes stronger And so things will happen more. Now, I don't want anybody who's listening to this podcast to be afraid that their trampoline is going to go missing. They're going to have a giant burst of light and people are going to be knocking on their door. Um, You guys have to understand that uh, everybody has this ability. Everybody has the ability to experience a lot of things. But don't be afraid of it happening to you because the intense energy and my connection with the spiritual world is obviously on a very grand scale. So when they're trying to get my attention or do something, um, my connection's really strong. And so I just don't want you to be afraid that, oh my God, something like that's going to happen to me if I develop psychically. Uh, No, the chances of probably experiencing a lot of the, any of the major things I talked about is pretty much slim to none. Um, that being said, will you experience some of the other little things? Most likely you already have. You just brushed it off as, oh, I misplaced these or, oh, that knocking must have been this falling down or the dog or whatever. So most likely you've already experienced them. It's just something you've justified into something else. But as you do develop when the, and the less afraid that you get, then yes, things can happen. But there's really nothing to be afraid of. Like I said, it's super cool and um, exciting. And you can have conversations with them if you don't like it. Um, but it's it takes them a lot of effort. So appreciate the effort. Appreciate uh, the comfort that they're actually trying to give you. Like I just, I guess, again, I look at things so differently. Like I feel so grateful and really appreciative and I find that bond or the experience they're trying to pass on to me I find it very cool and exciting and and just I'm very I feel very blessed and you guys should too um, when they're going to exert that much energy to give you a sign or a signal so that being said uh, this went a little bit longer than I anticipated it definitely check out my intuition psychic ability class www.psychicabilityclass.com if you're interested this class is for beginners it's for advanced people there are a ton of um ton of information there is 
a ton of information. You can do it via video. You can do it um, audio downloads. If you don't want to listen to video, I I like listening to audio better. There's like sheets in there and charts and there's all kinds of stuff. If you are interested in learning how to develop, you can develop so far on your own. But at some point when you're feeling stuck, frustrated or blocked, you the reason is you need more information and you need a process. This class is built on a process. Um, there's actual steps and processes that take you from uh, the beginning of not knowing to um, developing. And so there's an actual process that I use. And if you're feeling stuck, it's very helpful. Don't forget to uh, get in the Higher Purpose Learning Group if you're not in there. And also, you can check out my Keys to the Spirit World website if you want more information on anything else that I do. So until next time, have a wonderful day, and I hope to see you in class. Aloha. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.